Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Student Affairs podcast series. My name is Ricky Cabral. I'll be your host today. In this episode, we're joined by Dr. David W. Parrott, Title IX ADA coordinator, and Sarah Mudd, Assistant Title IX coordinator. Today, we'll be talking about sexual harassment and what are the possible ways to prevent it. Thank you so much, Sarah and Dave, for coming, and how are you doing today? Doing well. We're glad to be here. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yes. So the first question we'd like to know is how to recognize sexual harassment. Sexual harassment plainly is unwelcome conduct based on sex and falls into one of six categories. Hostile environment sexual harassment, quid pro quo sexual harassment, sexual assault, dating violence, domestic violence, or stalking. Definitions of, of each one, hostile environment sexual harassment is unwelcome conduct determined by a reasonable person to be so severe, pervasive, and objectively offensive that it effectively denies a person equal access to the recipient's education program or activity. University of Louisville is a recipient. This can include verbal behaviors like spoken or written words, including name calling, social media communications, or graffiti, innuendos, spreading of sexually oriented rumors, requests for sexual favors, repeated unwelcome requests for dates, unwelcome flirting, or ridiculing a person's failure to adhere to gender stereotypes. Nonverbal behaviors uh, included like leering, lewd gestures, or unwelcome flirting behavior. And then physical contact is prohibited as uninvited touching, hugging, or groping. Quid pro quo sexual harassment is an employee of the university conditioning the provision of an aid, benefit or service of the university on an individual's participation in unwelcome sexual conduct. Examples might be when a faculty member threatens to give a worse grade if someone refuses to participate in unwelcome sexual contact, or if a supervisor promises to raise or uh, uh, give a promotion for participation in unwelcome sexual contact. And then any single occurrence of sexual assault, dating violence, domestic violence, or stalking is what meets the definition of sexual harassment. Thank you very much for the definitions. So how does one actually prevent sexual harassment? The first step to stopping sexual harassment is knowing what it is. And once you know what it is, it's important to understand that it takes all members of the Cardinal community to prevent and stop harassment on our campus. So first, it takes being committed to not harassing others and being mindful of the impact your words and actions could have on others. If someone turns you down or doesn't respond as you wish, move on, don't ridicule them, lash out, or persist. And then second, make sure your friends know that you take sexual harassment seriously. If you witness a friend in a questionable situation, take steps to intervene. We talk about being an active bystander by doing one of three Ds direct, delegate, or distract. Being direct means that you get directly involved. This could look like telling your friend that a joke isn't funny, or if a friend's had too much to drink, walking them home. Delegating means getting someone else involved. This could be enlisting another friend or someone who knows the person better to help. It could mean calling an RA or ULPD. And then finally, distract means to do just that to do something to distract from the situation. So if you're at a party and you see someone who's clearly drunk being led away from the party by someone else, you could spill a drink on one of them by accident or go up and tell the person who's drunk their friends are looking for them or walk up 
to them and ask for directions. Do something to distract from that situation. And then finally, if you or someone you know has been sexually harassed, you can report it to the <laughs> Dean of Students Office or the Title IX Office to learn more about resources and options. Thank you for letting us know the steps to prevent it. But what happens when someone reports sexual harassment? When someone reports sexual harassment, <clears throat> either the Dean of Students or the Human Resource Office will reach out to the person who is reported to be receiving the harassment, whom we call a complainant. The Dean of Students Office does this if the person alleged to be doing the harassing is a student. Human Resources, if the alleged harasser is a staff member. They will provide a resource guide and ask to meet. At that meeting, the staff member will offer supportive measures to help remedy the harassment, which varies based on the person and the context of the harassment. Next, they'll explain what the sexual harassment process looks like, including the two options to resolve a formal complaint, informal process or formal process. The informal process is similar to mediation where the parties work with a trained facilitator to reach an agreed resolution. The formal process includes an investigation and may lead to a hearing. So what happens next after that meeting is generally up to the complainant. A formal complaint is needed to engage in either the formal or informal processes. And a formal complaint is just a request from the complainant detailing what occurred and asking to engage in the sexual misconduct process. Generally, if the complainant doesn't want to file a formal complaint, the university keeps a record of that report and that a report was made, but we don't launch an investigation. Sexual harassment can be traumatizing to a complainant, and for that reason, we open the doors for them to know what their options are and then allow them to make the choice about which steps they'd like to pursue and when. This allows them to process the experience as they need to and to have autonomy over how they'd like to move forward. Thank you very much um, for giving us this very important information on how to prevent and what to do when uh, sexual harassment is being reported. I hope our students are now aware and will have these details in mind. Thank you again and hope to see you soon. Thank you very much. Take care. Yeah, thanks for having us. Have a good day. Go on. So for our listeners, for more information, go to louisville.edu slash student affairs. Also, did you know that there's an academic university event, HSC event, and university holiday calendars online for your convenience? They will be at louisville.edu slash calendars. Finally, we would like to give a shout out to the UofL admissions for first in-person orientation sessions since 2019 and the faculty involved in putting up the event so it would be run smoothly. So thank you to the admissions and thank you to the faculty of the Student Activity Center. We're excited to welcome the fall 22 Cardinals. That's all for today. Thank you for, for our listeners for staying with us today. We hope you found this interview very helpful and informative. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast about studying abroad, housing, and more, go to our website at louisville.edu slash student affairs to find more information. Take care. See you soon.